If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Now, it's Crockett and Stout. Let's go, boy! Former Broncos DB Ray Crockett. Come on, D! And Mark Stout. You gotta make a play, man. On Orange and Blue 760. Hey there, Broncos country. Uh, Here we go. Justin Adams is in today. We are hanging out. I just had, um, I had a radio burp. No, it's not a radio. Sorry. Water br- <laughs> it wasn't on the air. You know, we can turn our on and off like that. So I had, I had a burp, and I said, and I, I had a swig of water. And I said it was a water burp. And you kind of looked at me, and, and Anthony Rodgers, Anthony Rod's usually here. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I had to explain to my girlfriend. Like, she was like, how can water make you burp? And I'm like, I, any, I think any liquid can. Yes. It just... You know, it's the air going down and forcing air to and fro. That's why they call it air bubbles. I, yeah, air bubbles. Know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's my sip and my and my my gulp. What are you doing? Well, if you, I'm, you know, I'm I'm just doing what people do every day. Right. Drink water and burp. Obviously. Sometimes I, I might have just made one happen, but I'm not going to do it on the air. But that's just, you know, it just it was funny. I had this this. These are the weird conversations that you have, especially like, you know, when you have conversations with the guys and you're like, I know, I got to tell my my girl that, you know, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not, you know, I know you burp when you have beer and carbonated, you know, <clears throat> right. beverages. But see, when you're, when you're around the fellas, though, like, that's a that's a signal of pride. Well, it's, it's, it's like but, how much you can let it just go. Sometimes, right? yeah. But but it's, and, and at other times, like a water burp or something, it's just, I don't know, it's everyday life. It's just, I don't know, hey, dude, that happened. Right. You, you, happened. you don't even notice. You're, oh, yeah. You're, it just is although, what it is. Well, what did you say to me? Okay, then. Right. And that's, that's literally it. And I was right. like, all right. But see, here's the thing. Like, if it's like, if yeah, I'm around yeah, my yeah. wife and I just let well, one just go, right? And I'm talking about, not like a shirt, but I'm talking about like a long one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I like let that go and then I all look right. for her. You're married. Oh, yeah. She gets so upset. Oh, you, you can't do that. I'm like, okay. And then I do it again, like a couple. Well, a bit. Later. Do you seek her out first? And yes, then, right, of course, right? Yes, I'm not gonna let that burp go to waste. Right. You gotta go and find her. Somebody's gotta hear it and admire it. <laughs> right. Other than yourself, <laughs> there's all kinds of bodily functions that that applies to. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Oh, that. It just is what it is. Sh- should I go? Okay, I'll go there. Um, you know, my wife's been gone for a week, so usually when she's there, like we're sleeping, you know, in the bed and whole nine, you know, going to bed. Sometimes, you know. I'll get like a whole lot of ice cream. And I'm not like lactose intolerant or whatever that thing is. I think I know where you're going. But sometimes, you know, it does. You it, know, doesn't, it doesn't have to be ice cream. Eh, but it can be, you know. It upsets the stomach a little bit. It can be whatever. So if we get into an argument or, yeah. you know, if she does something that I didn't like, yeah. I'll just, you know, pound a couple of scoops of ice cream and just get into bed and let her rip. Yeah. That's it. Then she just has to deal with it. Too bad. Uh, you know. What's next? Separate beds? <laughs> it's too late now. Especially when you close the door. <laughs> Just let it all just fumigate in the room right there. Just let it all stand right there. Will you get up and open up that door? (laughs) With this fumigation and all this. 
Uh, what has happened to Justin? We're here. We're going to talk Broncos. Um, coming up this hour, we'll talk a little bit about Domitop Pecco, Brandon Marshall. They're two t- defensive starters, you know, that are going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't heard a ton of the Gary Kubiak audio. I think we're going to get into that a little bit because I know that uh, Gary Kubiak spoke yesterday in Minnesota. Yeah. Man, does he have a great hair dye job. I'm just telling you because <laughs> from experience, having been on TV, you know, you get to that point when you get over 45 and into your 50s. And and look, any, but any guy, basically, any guy over 45 that doesn't have any gray hair, they're colored in their hair. Oh, easy. Easy. And no, you you know you're around TV guys. Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. Who, who who's on? Who's is, Alan is, Janay? Uh, it, well, he's he's sort of a salt and pepper guy, right? Yeah, he is. He is. He does that. Well, who who colors their hair though? Uh, well, that's a great question. You know, some women actually do it too. So that's how you like. Well, keep d- the no, no, no. Uh, the females are. That's that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going. With but that. for the fellas, um. Like, I can give you a name, like, not from News 4, but, like, Gary Shapiro oh, on, easy. on Channel 9. Yes. Yeah. Right. You know there's so much gray behind or, that. Because Kubiak's, like, a year or two older than me. Yeah. And I did dye my hair briefly when I was, you know, doing Rocky's TV. Did you? Yeah. You know, because it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pride thing. It's vanity. You know, and you're – and then we had – just just follow my – here, follow me here real quick. Okay. Just um, – yeah, just follow me. We had <laughs> – some girls come in from Seattle. They're they're styled Seattle. Okay, I don't remember their names, but I, anyway, they they would come in, and it was awesome, man. They would advise us for wardrobe, hair, and makeup. Right. And the hair and makeup girl goes to me, um, "You got a George Clooney it," <laughs> and I was like, um, "I don't, you know, hey, I appreciate. I guess that's a compliment, but I uh, I'm not in George Clooney's <laughs> like, you know." <laughs> Zip code or anything, right, right? Right. And but she's like, yeah, you got to stop the dyeing thing because you know when you dye your hair, you need to do it on a regular basis. You have to because you, you wash your hair, right? And you need to do it professionally so that people can't really tell because you're hiding it, and that's what kind of happens. Okay. And yeah, it's yeah. So so I did it it's, once. It, it's a cover. Yeah. What do you mean you did it? I, yeah, I'm just saying I did. I uh, so with, so my beard. What? Okay. With like so, a Grecian? Yeah. So so there's this thing called I call it black magic. Um. But I forget what it's called. I think it's like Jing or something like that. Whatever. Okay. But it's like it's a coloring deal. And so my beard. All right. So full disclosure. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, I got yeah. my hair cut. We're, the, we're still in the crib, you know. Right. right? We, we are in the crib. crib. So let's just keep it 100. Yeah. So a guy jacked up my hair. He <laughs> jacked up my beard and everything. I mean, hairline and everything. It right? happens, man. And I knew I was going on TV. Like, I was, I was going to fill in on <laughs> Channel 4. So I was like, what do I do? Well, after my haircut, I looked and yeah. I was like, okay, well, let me add this black magic to the places where it's not exactly there. <laughs> and I have a LeBron thing with my hairline anyway. So I got like this little you know, this little hoop, yeah. like like the golden arches in the, in the floor, floor, uh, part of my head. So I was just trying to fill it all see, in. See, I'm going to interrupt the weird thing. I can't really tell now, but on TV? Oh, you can tell. Oh, oh my God. With that oh. HD? <laughs> can you imagine this? Dude, dude, it is unforgiving. Can you imagine this dome on a 73-inch TV? I, With hey, a big old hula hoop in your head? I have been there. You know that. So I had to go and fill that bad boy in, you know, and I'm trying to do it meticulously. So I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm like almost like scarring it into my brain, right? And so I do it the beard as well. I look good, but you could kind of, like, when I looked, the things that you could see, you could yeah, recognize, like, yeah, right. I kind of I missed a spot here and I missed a spot yeah. a little bit there. I look good, but yeah, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've been George Clooning it for a number of years now. <laughs> And I just get to the point where, I, and this is where I bring in Coover. I'm glad I have hair, right, Coov? Huh? 
I, I I'm right there with you. I think have I told you the story of how I got my hair the way it is. It's 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 worthy of repeating. And Justin doesn't know it. And perhaps there's some orange and blue 760 listeners that don't know it. This is good. All right. So anyway, I'm probably I don't know 17 years old, and uh, I'm young. I'm in high school, and it's your form- uh, I love for- your, it's your formidable age, dude. Yes, yeah, yeah. and I love the show Moonlighting with Bruce Willis. <laughs> And Sybil Shepard. And I said, you want to know what? I want my hair exactly like Bruce Willis's because he's cool and it's short and it's awesome. But the only thing was is he had a receding hairline. Okay. I being 17 did not have a receding hairline. I had a full (laughs) head of hair. So my mom, who is a beautician, I told her, you want to know what? Can you give me a receding hairline so I can have my hair just like his? And she goes, you want what? They go, yeah, I want a receding hairline. <laughs> well, I got a receding hairline, and guess what? I've had one ever since. <laughs> it never grew back. That's awesome. Oh, Bruce Willis. Oh, God. <laughs> Moonlighting. Why, why don't you just go bald, man? Like, why don't you just cut it all off? Nah, you're not there yet. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm okay with my short hair. Yeah. I'll go zero on the sides and the back. For those that don't know what that is, that's the I, razor blade. I think people do. Zero. Dude, guys know you. Yeah, yeah. But Women anyway, so and, yeah. And stubs on top. And on one, stubs. it's a one. <laughs> on top, it's a one. So a one and a zero. So my, I might as well go bald at some point. It's just a matter of time. Probably a few more years. Last summer, I let my hair grow out. Yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really have a, I didn't, everybody asked like what you, they would say, where's it going? What's the end game? And I was like, I don't really have one. Right. When it was painfully obvious at some points that I didn't have one because it just it just didn't it it, it wasn't good. You got to let that bad boy go. See, people no, have to understand what you do. What you've done TV for so long because TV is all about the look, right? People honestly on TV, I don't think people really care what you say. Many times, I really think they just care about how you look. Well, I know about you that. know, and so they're like, "Oh man, does your hair look right?" Or or they look at you know women and like, "Oh, I don't like the way her hair was." And it's like, "Yeah." That's fine, but you're speaking over the weather report, and I need to know what's going on, right? Yeah. Like, you speak over all that. I know. But I know for you, brother, you you just weren't – you were rebelling, man. You were finally letting yourself go. Well, it was okay, man. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, truth be told, I was getting my hair cut, you know, on TV basically every two weeks, and I let it go. And it uh, – and then I – you know, and then I went to my um, – I went to – it's it's my cousin. I don't even – it's either my cousin or my ne- – who's my nephew? I don't know. This is my father's <laughs> sister's son. I get this mixed up all the time. My sisters yell at me. Yeah. I think it's my cousin. It's probably your cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Went to his wedding in September, and I saw some pictures because I actually had to do a reading at the wedding. And I was like, that's not a good look. <laughs> and what the hell is going on? Can, can we talk about one of our texters real quick? Who? From, from the 719. Foz T? Yeah, Foz T, man. I, I, look, dude, we're, it's a Friday. We're killing time. I got you. Come on, man. First, the Oscars now hair color. Hand, hand in your man card. Foz, you telling me you never had to color your hair before, brother? You telling me you don't have a hole right in the top of yeah, your hair? Nah, maybe. You trying to go and find, you know, trying to feel like you're 25 again, 27 at best? You know you got some hair that's missing? I still feel like I'm 25. Come on, Foz, man. Give us a call, brother. 303 713 7600, man. You know you got some hair missing. Hey, man, I got, uh, I got tattoos and a motorcycle license, so I'm good. Right. I'm, I'm good with the man thing. <laughs> I can always bring that out. People say, they'll say, you got a tattoo? And I go, which gun do you want to see? There you go. Which one do you want to see? It's all about the gun show. Coop, where is the, I have not even looked at the poll for today. I like it to be spontaneous. Yesterday it was simple and easy. Oh, I just glanced down. I see we have another yes or no question. Yes, I got another easy one for you okay, today. Okay, what do you got? What do you got? Um, 
and it's a little bit different. Normally we like pick like uh, who are we going to draft at quarterback or who is going to be our first free agent signing. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or that, yeah, this, that, should, and the other. Should, should so today we're going to go yeah, a little yeah. off, off, off the reservation, I guess you could say. Ooh, I like <laughs> Because today is the 39th anniversary of one of the greatest sports moments in the history of sports. Anybody want to take a guess at that? I know you uh, just looked at it, Mark, so you are eliminated. So, Justin, you want to take a guess at what that moment is 39 years ago? Yeah, it, um, uh, 39 years ago. So, so that would have been 1980. 1980, what? 80. Yes, 1980. 1980, okay. So what happened that's important in 1980? It screams to me like Cold War era. There you go. You're on the right track. I'm terrible when it comes to Oscars, but I'm really good when it comes to history. This has... Oh, this is Miracle on Ice. Yes. Yeah. Today is the 39th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice, USA against Russia. And many think that it is the greatest sports moment in American sports history. Mm. So the thing is, uh, Broncos country, you have a simple thing. Is the Miracle on Ice the greatest moment in American sports history? Mm, Yes or no? And we're closing up on about 50 votes. And right now, 62% say no. 38% 38% say yes. Really? What say you, Mark and Justin? So when you're talking about greatest moment in 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 the country's history. Yep, in American sports history. It could be, for instance, uh, the Colorado Buffaloes winning the national title. Oh, that yeah. was your greatest sports yeah, that, moment. That was the greatest It could moment. be the Colorado Rockies winning the World Series. Oops, that didn't happen. You guys got swept. <laughs> so wrong. No, I'm just kidding. So wrong. <laughs> anyway, so what, what do you say? <laughs> It's Mark, a Friday. I mean, you know. Maybe it's the D- 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 hey. Matombo laying in Seattle on the ground yeah. with the uh, eight seed beating a one. Hey, I, I'm just going to bounce off that real quick. When I first – I moved here from Buffalo, and I got here in 95, but I came at the end of 94. Yeah. Um, and, and that's when – and the Nugs were good. You know, that wasn't that – that was that playoff series against Seattle, yep. right? Supersonics? Yep. Seattle-Denver. <clears throat> I went to a game at McNichols, and Elway came out and, like, threw a basketball like a football, and I, I – I, Dude, I was jacked. I'm like, I'm I'm moving here. Elway, NBA, I'm coming from Buffalo. You know, they got hockey and they got NBA and, and football. And Elway's there, and I'm at McNichols. And Coors Field was, you know, that just opened up. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm – yeah, I, but we're not going, like, country. Like, I, I, I immediately started thinking No, you Olympics. don't have to go, like, right. USA strictly. Yeah. Just whatever your greatest sports – moment in American sports history is. And as I said, it could be John Elway doing that helicopter thing in the Super Bowl. Mm. You know, and, and I'm sure a lot of Broncos country, that's what theirs is. But so, Mark, Justin, what is it for you? For me, it, it is the miracle on ice because it is such such the underdog story of a bunch of kids nobody knew. It was at a time in American history where the country was down you were having to line up outside for gas, and here you had these Russians who had just pounded the Americans. What was it like, fifteen to one, in, yeah, yeah. Uh, up up in New York in an exhibition yeah. game? It's commies. And here they are, Lake Placid. It's Russia yeah. 
at that point, we hated the Russians. Right. There's no doubt about that. Soviet and these young Union. kids, and, and I'm not even sure it was live in most portions of this country. No, I don't think it was. And USA comes out, they beat the Russians, and they go on to win the gold medal. Right, he'll, so he'll, he'll, You'll know the answer to this part of that trivia question for that. Who called that game? Coover knows. Oh, Al Michaels. All right. Easy. Okay. It's easy. All right. Yeah, come hey, on. Hey, you can't. Wow, no, no, no. You can't touch the <laughs> Do mic. You believe you, in miracles? You can't grace yes. the mic if you don't know that, okay, right? All right. You're, you know, you're right. I will give you my favorite moment, though. Um, it was in the Atlanta Olympics in 96, and it's the, the only one that jumped to my mind, right? I want to go to the ones that I was living for, right? I'm 33 years no, old. No, you should. Yeah. <laughs> Muhammad Ali, when he lit, uh, when he lit the. Uh, what is that? Oh, the, the, uh, Olympic, the, the Olympic torch? Yeah, the Olympic torch. When he did that, when he came down, it was just... Yeah, those are iconic right. things. But it was just... It wasn't just like the moment there. It was like me sitting with my dad, and I kind of like looked over at my dad, and I could tell that it meant a lot. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, this moment means a whole yeah, lot to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, John Elway in Super Bowl 32 with the helicopter was awesome. Me and my brother, we were actually sitting right in front of the TV. Like, you know when your kids and your parents tell you, like, not to sit in front of the TV? Like, our noses were to the TV screen, okay? And so when we both saw that, we were just like, oh, this is crazy. And we were recording the game, too, VHS back in the day. So, But, yeah, Muhammad Ali lighting that torch. I was at that game. Yeah. You, you had to. Yeah, I was a sideline reporter for the uh, Broncos Radio Network. You never told me that. Yeah, for both those Super Bowls. Are you? I, that's what I did from 95 to 99. Get out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you, are yeah. you kidding me? No, no. I, I, I got all. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not mad. I'm just saying, like, I don't know how I didn't know this. Dude, I went to six Super Bowls in the course of like nine years between Buffalo and Denver. So you just got bored. I, I'm surprised they actually hired you, by the way. You were <laughs> 0 for 4. I know, right? I went from doing the Jim Kelly show to the John Elway show in 1995. It's crazy. That's pretty cool. But I think back to it, you know, because we talk about quarterbacks all the time on the show. And I had a stretch of, I knew Jim Kelly. And you know who his backup was? Frank Reich. Right. Head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And Gail Gilbert was the third stringer whose son, Gail Gilbert Jr., Right, is in the uh, he's in the AAF. He caught the uh, the uh, the Orlando special, the Philly special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the he way, did. we just we had him on. What a uh, what was that? A little over actually a week ago. You had it him on? two weeks ago. You, uh, a week ago yesterday, we had Garrett Gilbert on. I didn't know that on Justin I, and BK because his dad. I was great friends with his his dad. Had his Gail Gilbert went to like a ton of Super Bowls as a third string QB, and he went to like one with San Diego. See, th- those were back in the days where you uh, actually carried. You had three, three quarterbacks. quarterbacks. And Gail was, I, we're just telling stories today. I, uh, one time he was like, I want to warm up. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll catch, you know, your passes. Yeah. Um, we were in Indianapolis. Who's your dome? Getting ready to play the Colts when the Colts were in the AFC East back in the day. Holy cow, Justin. My hands were like bruised. <laughs> like later, that, like at the end of the game. He's just, like catching passes from a professional quarterback. He's just, and I'm, you know, tossing them back. It, it, and this is why it kills me when we look on, on TV or just look at these games and we're like, oh, he's terrible. This guy is I know, awful. I know. It's like, dude, he'll walk off, he'll walk, he'll walk out of the game onto the street and be the best quarterback yeah. you've ever seen. I know. They are professional athletes. And we we forget that very quickly. We forget it. We'll read it coming up. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. We got a couple of cool texts at 57739 about the poll question that Coove came up with with, you know, greatest. American sports history uh, event, and it could be in your life. Hit us up, 577-39-303-713-7600. We'll talk about Petco and Brandon Marshall, Gary Kubiak this hour. I know next hour we are going to talk to Action Jackson Murphy, 
who uh, knows a little bit about the Oscars. I don't. Crockpot, Robert Kraft. That's all I'm going to say. It's it's coming up. It's orange and blue, 760. All right, Koof. 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 It's a, it's a little tough. I got you. We're talking football, but it's, you know. Wait, do, do you have something softer? Yeah, something smoother well, I, to come we, into? We're just, we're, you know what? We're getting we're getting through things here, Justin. Koof, go find something smoother. No, no usually I, I do have my music list, but uh-huh. I'm I not, got something for you right I, now, I, okay? I wanna, Since it's the Academy I, Awards, I, here yeah, you go. I don't here you go. Do it. Third and you. Do it. Here you go. Crazy. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Awesome, right? That's awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey. See that. That whole thing is so rock and roll. When he just goes, all right, and the crowd goes, all right. But I haven't been to a rock concert before. I think when the last time we did a show together, we talked about that. Maybe. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a while. I'm, I'm educated on it. It's been a while. <laughs> um, I call it that. Uh, I, I haven't been to one. Well, it, 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 Coov and I talked about this a little bit with Anthony, and we're tangenting again here, Orange and Blue 760, but it's if, a you, if you saw... Bohemian Rhapsody, which is up for Best Picture. Um, I was, I said, I said to Coov and Anthony, I'll say it now again, Justin. I was surprised that they spent so much time on the Live Aid show and the actual performance. Now I read a little bit more about it since having talked about it and seen the movie, where I read that you know Queen comes out and this was Freddie was coming back. Um, I think he had been diagnosed, maybe not, but you know he got back together with the band. Yeah, he had just let the right. band know that right. he, he had just, been he just, had gotten the AIDS so virus. It, it was emotional. All this it was a big show, you know. And 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 I'm going to preface this by saying those shows and those kind of events they just don't happen anymore. Really? No. I mean, this was 1985. And the other thing is, Mark, is, is as you well know, many people think of that performance at Live Aid by Queen was the best, yeah. the greatest performance. Ever at a live show. Yeah, like as a rock band. And 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 I'm telling you, Kuv, I read a little bit more about it since we talked, since I saw the movie, which was just last weekend. I hadn't seen it. And they uh they had no sound check, they had no lights, they had no like pyro, no, you know, so even though it was, you know, on a giant stage, both at Wembley and worldwide, mm-hmm. they just they just kind of for lack of a I'm not gonna ever say they winged it, but they just got up there and played. And nowadays with, I don't know, you know, what do you call it? Auto-tune mm-hmm. or, you know, et cetera, yeah. backing up this, yeah. that tape. Yeah. There's just that, when that magic happens of like four dudes playing live or whatever band or, and, and I haven't been to like a hip hop show. Oh yeah. And I know that, you know, that I, I, I see it when I walk out here at the I, in the iHeart building and I, Sometimes I see there's the yeah. guy there's the guy up there with the you know he's uh, the turntables baby right and then, and yeah. then and there's like I don't know ten people on stage and they have their little rap parts and, yeah and I, usually there's there's two people rapping like there's one rapping or another person rapping then there's a whole lot of girls yeah. and nobody yeah, well, okay. looks at the rappers they look at the girls uh, that's okay man that, that's <laughs> that's what it's all about that's generally but, where I look at the girls there you go.
Yes, but that's a, you know, but I lived that. So 1985, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 22, 23. I knew all about Live Aid. It happened, you know, I don't know if you know, it happened like simultaneously at JFK Stadium in Philly. Doesn't exist anymore. JFK, Philly used to have the Vet, the Spectrum, and JFK. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which might have been called Franklin Field at one time, way back when. The Eagles played there way, way back when. Okay, okay. Now the link, all that stuff is there if you've ever been to Philly. Right. It's right down by I-95, yeah. Jersey, the Delaware River. They, they have it's, every... it's the link. It's Citizens Bank Park. It's whatever the spectrum is now where the Sixers play. Yeah. It's uh, Wells Fargo. Yeah, right. I've been there before. Right. I mean, they have everything. Like, it's on Broad Street, that there, yeah. complex. Well, that's where Live Aid in the United States was. So they started Live Aid at noon, I believe, in London, which Denver would have been early in the morning, like 5, 6 in the morning. And then, you know, and then they also had Live Aid in Philly. I think Phil Collins may have performed at both venues. Wow. Like, took the Concord over. But it was so massive and, and on a world stage, and those things just don't happen anymore. And that's because, you know, the media, TV, social media, you know, all the platforms are so much bigger. Right. You know, right, where right, things right. were just condensed. But right. but that's why that movie, you know, has appealed to so many people because I think they just see that performance by Freddie Mercury, Farouk Bolsara, that's his real name, born in Zanzibar. Wow. <clears throat> which I thought was just the name of a club, but Zanzibar was a... Uh, I think it's a Swahili name. It might, and it's part of Africa. Okay, it was like a British Commonwealth back in the day, and they they had they got overrun. There was some kind of a coup. Okay, many of them in Africa people know about. Right. I don't know this historically. I know that this for fact, but I don't know when it happened. Sixties. Mm. Yeah, and then his family moved to. They were British. Um, they were like British of Indian descent. Mm. Uh, so then they moved to London, but. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff, it just doesn't happen anymore. It's just, it, you know, it's just not yeah. as, and I hate that word organic, what? but that just happened on that stage that day, and that story with Freddie, everybody kind of, you know, it appeals to people. Right, and so. I, I know we're way away from football, but well, we'll, we'll get back to it, trust me. But I think Coachella might be the closest thing today. Um, I know that the fest, yeah, the, you know, the Coachella festival took off after that where, you know, there was OzFest, and there's, Bonnaroo, and then there was Lilith Fair, which do you even know that it was, it was for women? It was a chick thing uh, back in the nineties. Yeah, it was like Sarah McLaughlin. Help me out here, Coop. The Lilith Fair wasn't it? You know, like Alanis Morissette. It was all female. It was all female acts. Yeah, yeah. But all those things have come and gone, and then Coachella's still around. But that's more. It. What are the ED like? I. There was Grand Doozy here last right. year. Right, 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 right. And I actually asked Anthony, who's 25, I'm like, dude, did you go to Grand Doozy? And I'm like, I know Florence and the Machine played, and there was like a Drake or an Usher or somebody there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know anybody that went. And and it's not coming back this year. I saw on the news it's not coming back. But it wasn't as big. It was like at City Park or I don't know, or that golf you know, what, you right, know, right. Yeah, what's the golf course about? that they they're, oh, they wrecked? Shoot. Uh, like it's been there forever, over there on uh, Colorado Boulevard, right? Oh, oh goodness. Yeah, the, uh, so. Denver, City Park. Denver, Denver City Park, anyway. right? The Denver City Golf Course, right. whatever. I played there a couple of times before. Right. Let's get to some Broncos yeah. stuff. Just real quick, we got a couple of texts, 57739, about, you know, best American sports history event. 
And there's some Broncos stuff. Austin, Tebow's pass to DT. Okay. Hit OT against the Steelers. Right, I can right. see it right now. I can see it happening. Oh, and he caught it, and he's gone. Game over. You know, I can, I, I'm, you know what I mean? You can see that. Stiff arm. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. You know, no question. Will, my favorite moment, Broncos' first Super Bowl win. I'll never forget it. Where I was, who I was with, how I felt, was amazing. That, yeah. Actually, I cried in that game. Like, that, I cried after That was over won. the Packers in San Diego, yep. and then the next year it was over the Falcons in Miami. And you went to both. I did. I remember the Miami one in particular because one of the backup quarterbacks was Jeff Lewis, who has since passed. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Jeff was from Northern Arizona. He was probably like the third string guy. And I had this bib on. It was awesome because I was on the sidelines. And if you were on the sidelines of the Super Bowl and in the media, they had to know that. So I had this bib that said like Super Bowl media or something cool. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the number was back then. And we got on the bus, team bus after the game. And he's like, I want that. Okay, what am I going to say? <laughs> I'm the freaking sideline guy. Right. So he just jacked it off of me. Um, but but I have those kind of memories, little memories like that. Like, I'll never forget interviewing Howard Griffith. Wow. In the hotel in San Diego for my pregame piece. It's the Super Bowl. Mark Stout gets to do an interview with a player. And I got permission to go up to the floor that Howard Griffith was on and other guys on the team we weren't on that floor as the media. I don't even know if we were in the same hotel, Justin. But because it was Howard Griffith who actually comes down and says to security, he's coming with me. And we did an interview in the in the hallway because I needed a, you know, kind of a quiet place. Yeah, yeah. And say the end of a hallway of a hotel, wherever it was in San Diego. Howard Griffith, awesome dude. He's like, on a Big Ten network yeah, now, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Fullback. Uh, I remember things like that. Now I did go to four Super Bowls with the Bills. And I have plenty of stories from that too. Don't don't give me that. Number one, I'm mad what? at you, but it's okay. It just happened. What? Whatever. I mean, you're lucky. Whatever. Number two. Yeah. Seriously, Bills couldn't win one. Yeah. No. Like like, which one did you go into knowing that it was going to be a blowout? Like I know that you being because because in the media you always have this kind of this feeling that oh okay we're going to win like, maybe the Cowboys games first one second one no the first one was the, was the game against the Giants in Tampa yeah. That was the wide right. Yeah, buddy. That was all new. Everything was you know, uh, was all new. At the end of the game, uh, New Era Field used to be Rich Stadium. Mm-hmm. The Rich family is very big. It's sort of like the Coors family in Denver. Bob Rich was there, and I was bummed out. And he's like, you live in Buffalo. Go get a beer. Stop it. I was like, <laughs> I was all moping. That was that one. Then was Minnesota the next year? Yep. Against the Redskins? Yep. That's the one where the Thurman Thomas forgot his helmet on the first yeah, play. Yeah, that game wasn't good. <laughs> it, was, it was freezing. You were up there last uh-huh. year. Oh, uh, and then it was uh, then it was Pasadena. Boy, did I have fun in Pasadena. That is Southern Cal. I have I never really have anything bad to say about Southern Cal. I've been there for baseball, football. Uh, I got you. It's expensive, but it's palm trees, and it's L.A., and it's Hollywood. And uh, Lost that game. That was when B.B. ran down Leon Lett. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, things were really waning. And then, yeah, you're in again. You go to Atlanta. And you get beat by the Cowboys again. And um, I think Michael Jackson performed at halftime there. I remember. But I remember, you know, you have a party, win or lose, the team. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you lose and you've lost four in a row, those parties tend to, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm, and I did morning radio. So I'm like, I'm not going to another losing party. <laughs> Got to knock on the door. Come on, you know, my friend uh, Dana, the D woman, I remember. And, Come on. I'm like, well, I'm not. No. It's, it's another four, loss. It's four in a row. Yeah. I got to be on the air tomorrow and talk about this. So we're not doing that. But 
If you have a memory, hit us up, 57739. So, yeah, the, then I come here. Yeah. First year was a 8-8 eight and eight season for the Broncos. And Was Wade, was that Wade Phillips? Nope, or was it was Mike Shanahan's first, first year. year. Yeah. It was TD's first year. Okay. I tell the story often, final game of the year, Christmas Eve at Oakland, sort of like this year, mm-hmm. except, uh, you know, moved up a week in terms of the uh, season for the 16 games. Team was 7-8. and eight. Shanahan hated Al Davis. TD had migraines, couldn't play. Aaron Craver plays. Mm. Starts, goes for like 130 on the ground. They win. It was awesome because you knew. I remember that plane flight home. You knew the Broncos were going to be good the next year's running because they just, because Shanahan had it figured out. And TD was a rookie. And Elway was, he was, he was into it again. So you had that anticipation. Is yes, what you're to say, right? yes, you, you had a feeling, right? Similar to how the Cleveland Browns fans right now, probably. They have a feeling, right? it's a, that's a good, uh, I, I like that, Justin. That's right. a good way of looking at it where you, you, it's happening right before you. It's unfolding and the pieces are there, you know, and that's when Rod Smith started mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. and Eddie Mack was here yep. and Byron Chamberlain and Sharp. I mean, I can, all the names I'm running down are crazy talent. Tommy Nalen. And then Tony Jones comes mm-hmm. on board and plays tackle. And you had Gary Zimmerman. And I mentioned Howard Griffith and Detron Smith and 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 Vaughn Hebron. And I'm all I'm, I'm and I haven't even gone to the defense yet. Right. With Big Al and with Neil Smith and and you know and then Romo comes on board yeah. and and Alan Aldridge and Ray and and Darian Gordon and Steve and, Chick and Steve Atwater. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean. Think about those names. Well, I'm, I'm running out. So, so this is my point. And though. ruin and Elam. Right. I mean, I'm even talking about the punter and the kicker. And they were all good. Yes. But this is my point, though. Do you have that feeling right now with this Broncos? Team? No. Exactly. No. And and when I see no, like no. the moves, right, where you no, talk about no, Domata yeah. Pickle, and I get it, right? Yeah. Domata Pickle won't be resigned. I, I get that too. Brandon Marshall, I, same I, thing. I, I mean, I love Domata Pickle. One of the most joyous dudes you'll ever be around. Right. Like if you want to smile. When, when Domita Pecco would come up and talk in front of the media, mm-hmm. and I don't know him, I wish I, I wish we, we never really had him. We were trying to get him on on occasion. We, we had him on. We had him on a couple right. times because you know we're important. He's but, just a happy dude. Yeah, always. You know, and the hey, hang, you know, mm-hmm. shotgun. But, 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 but so that's my biggest thing, though. But but he's he's up in age. He's thirty four, and, and that's football, man. Younger years, right? You 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 replenish with the younger guys, and right. hopefully they can take over and do what he did in the middle. And and maybe we're underestimating that. I don't know. You tell me, Justin. No, well, I've asked this question to BK several times on the show, Justin BK, and it, it's always the thing that I bring up is when was the last time you've been excited about the offense or one part of the the team, right? Because for the last three years, it's been about the defense, right? Oh, we got this great defense, the no-fly zone, all this. And no offense, and I know that, you know, defense kicks ass and Mm -hmm. defense wins championships. Mm -hmm. It's just not as glitzy and glossy. It's not sexy. Exactly. And the last time that you were excited about the Broncos' offense was 2014. Right. With Peyton. Now, I will say, and I have said this, when I think back to the 2018 season, I think of one thing. Philip Lindsay. Yes. And I think of the new 30. I said that all the time because, you know, TD mm-hmm. gave him his number. And yeah. now I'm excited about Phil yeah. and <laughs> what he did. He yeah. Because he gets me excited about everything. I He can, he can get me excited about the Oscars, which I'm not really excited, excited about. about. But, you're not the only one. But you know what I mean? If, I, if I'm hanging out right. with Philip's one of those guys, too, where you're just like, he's just up, man. You know what I mean? He is up. Yeah. All, he's up all the time. Here. All right. the time. He's, he's, that, he's that underdog story. Right. Where... Didn't go to the combine. Was it drafted? And and yeah yeah yeah. All was that overlooked by everybody? Was was the last guy on the depth chart? Yeah, the last guy. Yeah, 
Like ninth, right? Ninth, yeah. By seasons in, he is the guy. Well, not seasons in, yeah. he's kind of injured, but you know what I mean, right? Pro Bowl. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, the injury. Was. So it's just. But, but, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, does Joe Flacco give me that kind of no. excitement? No. No, you don't get a little, you know, the little fuzzies on the inside. Um, I, you know, if they, the only thing that would would do that again is if the team were to, and I think Broncos country would agree, and maybe you will just if they get Kyler Murray. You know, it's funny because, and, and I know the knocks on them, but right. just just this is the nature of the business and the beast. I think it kind of gets to that point now. Now I've said it several times that you know if you know if there's a train, it's the Kyler Murray train. I have one foot on, one foot off. And the only reason why I'm not all the way on is because I look at the size. And it's not really the height. The height isn't what bothers me the most. It's the brother's 180. Yeah, but dude, you got, but that one foot, that's on solid. And the other right. one, you're not dragging it, are you? Uh, well, are, are you? Is it dragging? I mean, or, I mean it's kicking. Is it, is it up it's in the kicking. air? It's pushing? It's pushing. Is it not, it's not up in the air? It's not, it's not up in the It's pushing. You know when you first learned to ride a bike, you know, and then and, and, and you're pushing, and then you finally right. get up on? See, see, and, and, and you're first, wobbling? Yeah, at first it was way down on the ground. Yeah. Man. I, I had spikes right. on the ground. Now I'm, I might be kicking a little bit, you know? I might be pushing a little bit. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I'm not there yet. But I think, uh, and, and, you know, I think Orange and Blue would agree, that that would get people excited. Right. And, and hey, for all we know, he's, he's <laughs> he could be a bust. I don't know. It's just that well, that's the draft. And that's my thing is I don't want, you know, we, even when you talk about these moves that need to be made, right? Yeah. I don't want moves just to be made just to be made. Oh, we, we signed this guy or we drafted this guy just because, right? We needed some excitement, so we drafted this guy. You know what's exciting? Winning a football game. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So that's it. <laughs> Having a plan. And that's what I want the Broncos to be able to do. If if Kyler Murray is your guy, go up and grab him. If that's your guy, get him. If he's not, mm-hmm. then go and get a Devin White. Go and get you a corner. Get you somebody yeah, else. Yeah. But build around because at some point you're going to need a quarterback either this year or next year. You know, and the way that the game is played now with all the points and the high scoring and, you know, if I've seen the Kansas City Rams game once, I've seen it 10 times replayed on the NFL Network. <laughs> From that Monday night game when they both ended up being nine and one, it was fifty four fifty one. Right, you know, I, I got you. People love offense now, but neither neither team remember yardage. Right, it's all yardage, (laughs) points, and all that. Neither team won the Super Bowl, but you know what's fun? They were talked about. Yeah. All right, we got a couple of more texts about the favorite American sports event. We'll get an update on the poll from Coover when we come back. Maybe play a cut or two from Gary Kubiak. Although I'd like to talk. QBs a little bit with Justin because he brought um, brought up the first time that he caught a pass at CU, which uh, I could see the magic in your eyes, man. It was awesome talking about that. We'll come back. It's uh, it's Stout and it's Justin Adams hanging out today here on Orange and Blue 760. We're talking about the Broncos Super Bowl teams from 20-some years ago, basically. Um, 20, Reggie Rivers, he's 51 today. That's why we're playing Take Me to the River. Reggie Rivers was a great special teams player. He's 51? Yeah, don't give me that. What do you mean? You're looking at... I'm shocked. He would have been like 31 when he was playing ball then. When, when did he, he stop playing in 94, 95? Because he was cut, right? Was he not on the Super Bowl teams? No, no, he wasn't. Nope, Reggie, he just missed it. I think either 90... I want to say 95 was his last year. I've not seen Reggie in a while. 96? Yeah. Which was the year the team was good, and I thought they might win the Super Bowl, but lost to a Jacksonville. Anyway, happy birthday, Reggie Rivers. Yeah. Haven't talked to you. Right, right. Is she still doing motivational speaking? Do you see he, him around? At- you know, I haven't in a while. He actually he used to work at Channel Four, so he helped me a lot uh, with Channel Four. I used to just study him. But it's weird. Like 
There's right, guys right. that you I, get mentored by from afar, and he was a guy I just looked at. Okay, how's his mannerisms? And he helped helped me out on that. I mean, I've done so much. I did some stuff at four with him, yeah. a little, like a little Broncos preview thing back in the day. So, Coob, let's uh, play a few uh, Gary Kubiak sound bites. Coob's was uh, with the the media yesterday in Minnesota. I don't really, really know what is what he is doing with the Vikings. Is he OC? Is he an offensive Coob? Do you know? Is he it's kind of an offensive assistant? Is he yeah. an offensive guru? Yeah, yeah. All yes. right, here's, uh, here's Gary Kubiak on uh, getting back uh, on the horse. After doing the personnel for a couple of years in Denver, uh, I knew I wanted to do some more. Um, you know, when I stepped away from football a couple of years ago, I kept, I kept working, but I found myself wanting to do some more and more. Yeah, I, I, th- I think he was the OC when I, you know, those teams back in the day here. He was. He was the offensive coordinator. It was him and then, I want to say Heimerdinger or something like that. Mike Heimerdinger. Mike Heimer- Heimer- Heimerdinger. So there was a story I heard. Alex Gibbs was here, the O-line coach. Oh, Alex Gibbs might be my favorite coach of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That I've that never that has never coached me. Just the way that he uh, <laughs> his his use of the English language, especially he was, the cuss words, uh, he, right. he was like um, he was like Napoleon. <laughs> he was awesome. He was a little guy, little guy, in charge of the big guys on the line, and like, had command. Oh, easy. It was yeah. Had command. No ifs. Knew what he was talking about. Yeah. So that's what uh, Gary Kubiak said to the uh, – this is the Minnesota press that he's talking to yesterday. And then it came up about Fangio becoming the head coach, obviously, in Denver because there was talk that Gary Kubiak was – I mean, we thought up until basically Fangio's press conference yep. day, he was going to be the OC. Here's what he had to say about Vic Fangio. As things went on, you know, they had their direction there. I mean, John made a great hire in Vic. I mean, what a what a tremendously qualified man in, in their direction and – so we talked a little bit, and I just I made a decision, you know, hey, I'm going to get out there and go a little bit longer and try to win a few more games. And you know, I've known I've known Zim for a long time. I respect him as a person. Uh, Zim is Mike Zimmer, I think. After talking with Zimmer, he knew he wanted to be an assistant. Um, what, what, what were your What was your initial reaction that day, Justin? I didn't hear you on the show well, that, that you know when when remember when Fangio was like, ho ho ho, hold on, you know. We don't have the Kubiak things, you know, that's for another day, kind of. Right, right, right. When right. he was talking. Well, it, it was to the point of who's, who's, <laughs> whose show is this, is the reality. Is yeah. this John Elway's show, or is this my show in the sense of me being a head coach and letting me pick my guys? You're not just going to say, hey, okay, I just handle the defense. And, oh, by the way, I have to accept Gary Kubiak and his staff being here. So I know a lot of people were trying to put one and one together. Okay, yeah. here's the reports. Gary Kubiak wants to be a coordinator again. So, oh, yeah, it's just going to mesh. You know, the, the Bengals wanted to interview Gary Kubiak, so it's not working out that way. The Broncos are blocking that. And so people try to put one and one together. But for Van, for Fangio to say, no, 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 wait, wait. Like, that's for another day, meaning he needs to be interviewed. He's the guy. I need to find out who's going to be the rest yeah. of the staff as well. Like, who is he going to bring? What's your philosophy? What do you think about that quarterback? Right, because I'm ahead of everything on the team. Right? right, 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 right. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, yeah, he's going to pick the guy that he's comfortable with. And for one reason or another, he wasn't comfortable with the guys that Gary Kubiak wanted on the staff yep. and the direction that he wanted to go to the offense. Even though it's a similar offense, right? It's still the West Coast. It's still that Mike Shanahan, Kyle, Sh- Kyle Shanahan type of offense. It's not the same person, though, and that's the difference. And we don't know the timeline on everything. Like, I'm not sure if Gary Kubiak was talking to Mike Zimmer and talking to the Vikings or not. Maybe he was. I, I don't know. I mean, people talk. That could have been, you know, that topic could have been broached. I believe his son, Clint 
Kubiak right. right there last year, so that might be a reason. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, it's yeah. it's, a, it's a small world. Sure. You, know, you know, whatever business you're in, you work in, and you're involved in, you know what I'm talking. Oh yeah, about. It's, it's tiny. It's a small business. Right. Yeah, people talk. So here's uh, Gary Kubiak about talking with Mike Zimmer and knowing uh, knowing that he wanted to be back in the mix. I respect him as a coach, and I respect how he tries to win. So we've had some conversations through the years, and uh, so it was an easy. Uh, you know, talk for me to visit with him and think maybe if they might be interested in me doing something like this. So it just worked out that way, and I just felt very fortunate to be here. It was such a great organization. All right, let's go right to, Kub- let's go right to uh, Kubiak saying that um, he wanted to be involved but not be a head coach, if you have that ready to go. I, I knew I didn't want to come back and be a head coach. You know, I knew I wasn't going back in that direction, but uh, I did want to be involved. I missed it. Um, you know, heck, when, when I was involved with personnel – you know, let's face it, I didn't get a lot of calls for people to come ask me to come work in personnel, but people asked me to stay involved with coaching. So, all right, I, you know, hey, it's in his blood. It's what he does. You know, he was a quarterback. He backed up John Elway. He was the offensive coordinator. He's been a head coach. I, I mean, this is, you know, he's a football lifer. Right. He's a lifer. He is a lifer. And I explained it to her, you know, again on our show, but I'll say it again for a different audience. Once you're a coach, you're always a coach. It never gets out of your blood. Even when you retire from coaching, you're still looking at the game. You're looking at film. You're looking at different things. You're breaking it down because it's who you are. It's just what you do. So that's no surprise for me to hear with Gary Kubiak that, you know, he had that itch. He had that coaching itch again. And so he couldn't get it, uh, couldn't get it fulfilled with the Broncos. So then he went to the Minnesota Vikings. So more power to him, man. Enjoy your time out there. And I tell you what, I've said it again. I'll say it. The Vikings are going to be real good next year. Not, not pretty good. They're going to be real good. They were the third worst rushing offense in the league last year. That's what happens when you sign Kirk Cousins to a three-year, $84 million deal with everything guaranteed. You start to put so much on the shoulders of a quarterback and say, okay, because we signed you to all this money, you're going to be the sole reason why we win. And that's the reason why they didn't make it to the playoffs. you got to run the football. Coobs is a little bit younger than Mike Zimmer. He's 62. Zimmer started coaching in 1979. That's 40 years ago. He was 22. Missouri, Weber State, Washington State. Uh, then he coached with the Cowboys for better part of a decade. Falcons, Bengals. This will be one, two, three, four, sixth year as the head coach of the Vikings. Okay. So here's Gary Kubiak one more time. It was a just a perfect spot for him to be with the Vikes. This gives me an opportunity at this stage of my career to to still be involved, and it's a unique opportunity the way this thing is set up. So I'm looking forward to it. So that's what Gary Kubiak had to uh, say yesterday. First, uh, first words from Kubes after going up there, and like you said, Minnesota—they're—they were eight, seven, and one. They weren't a playoff team, but I mean, I mean, they're, they're in a good spot. Yeah, they're in a great spot. Again, yeah. you have your quarterback position taken care of, but again, it comes back to this: you have two great wide receivers on the outside, uh, sure Thielen do. as well as Stephon Diggs, right? You still have a tight end, which is always important to me. I mean, yes, I played the position, but I understand the importance of a tight end. It's a big deal. At the end of the day, it's this. If you do not run the football, if you're not just average running the football, and you put everything on on the back of your quarterback, you're going to lose. Well, Dalvin Cooks should be 100. percent Yeah, he should be better. Max, yeah, he should be better next year. Hey, we're going to talk Oscars when we come back with Action Jackson Murphy. This is a young cat that's been doing this for a while. It's going to be cool. The Crockpot, and we'll also mention Robert Kraft and uh, more of your uh, text at five seven seven three nine two. I will get to those.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.